And welcome to another episode of Let's Get Fizzy Pole. Today, I'm sitting here with Ryan Talbot. Hello. And if you don't know who Ryan is, you need to hop online right now, pause this podcast, go on YouTube and find... Actually, he's got heaps of work there, but he and I have collaborated on two projects that you can find online. Uh, One is called The Abduction, so you can YouTube that and look for my name as well and his should pop up. Uh, and the other one was Alice in Wonderland. The Cheshire uh, Cat. The Cheshire Cat, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan has done actually two versions of that show as well. So he's come all the way over from the States and he's sitting here in my kitchen and we have just finished working on a secret project, which we will mm. call... The Clock Dance. The Clock <laughs> Dance. And um, it's something that we had to whip up quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to talk to you guys about that. We can't actually tell you what it is for, but you will find out. 100% I am sure that you are going to find out and see it in due course. But at the moment, we just want to talk to you about, um, you know, what Ryan does and the process that he and I go through and all that's involved in creating a projection pole dance. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from California, Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. and I've flown out here for this top secret project that we just Oh, I love that. Top up. secret. <laughs> and uh, it turned out awesome. And <laughs> we're already planning our next one, which we just had a little creative meeting about. We did. Uh, we literally just finished the other show last night and <laughs> Ryan is still jet lagged and he came downstairs this morning. I was like, okay, so <laughs> this and this and this, but actually you had already started on the storyline for this new one. Yeah. Um, before you got over here. Yeah. I, so my part was of creating the visuals for this dance was done about a week in advance. So I had a little bit of time to start brainstorming for the next project. Mm-hmm. So that's when I came up with the storyline for this one while you were rehearsing for yes, this. Yes. And now we're mm-hmm. we're both here and we're both focused on this next dance. Yeah, so um show number one for twenty nineteen for the both of us, just to catch you up if you're a bit confused right now, we we worked on over the last probably five weeks mm-hmm. and that we're gonna talk about all of the challenges that, that that entailed. But that show we just did yesterday or I performed yesterday and amazing reaction really really happy with it and so now we are on to show number two Mm -hmm. and yeah let's talk about so let's talk about the clock dance and the challenges that you and I faced like right back from the start when um we were talking about the storyline for it and building it up because it doesn't mm-hmm. start as a finished product like how people see it on right. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think it started with us um, sending each other pictures on Facebook. Yes. And you you had a lot of ideas about uh, sending me these images of the inner workings of a clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, also there was like a piece that I did like two years ago. Um, that I posted on my Instagram of these golden doors, which was from what we were originally talking about. Yeah. And I actually ended up using that in this dance. 
the, oh i didn't realize they were yeah, the same doors yeah i i altered them a little bit okay but they're the same doors oh perfect yeah yeah because actually the last time that we did these shows together was in 2016 um and then right after we did the abduction which was in prague uh, which we both flew over there for as well uh right after that i got pregnant with mason and as you guys know then proceeded to have two babies <laughs> in like 13 months so that's um that's why we sort of had a bit of a pause but you've also been quite busy with your own yeah so career. while you were having children um, <laughs> i was out here improving on my skills and working on my own career um so in a way it was almost like a blessing in disguise because if we had done this two years ago, I don't think the visuals would have been as good as they are. Yeah, and you guys that have seen the visuals from the abduction and the Cheshire Cat routine, um, you'll notice when you watch this clock dance one that it is like Ryan's work has just stepped up <laughs> so much. It's amazing. Like it was good before, but now it's just unbelievable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and we were really lucky this time around that that the um, event that we performed for had a fantastic projector mm, yeah. and screen. Mm -hmm. So visually, it actually looks a lot better. Right. Yeah, the screen cleaner. is very bright and vivid. Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think people are going to enjoy watching it like eye candy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Eyegasm. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so, so Ryan's been, you know, working away for the couple of years and then, and then this sort of happened and we were both like, oh my God, we've got only a few weeks to put this together. So obviously you live in LA. Near LA. Oh, well, uh, you live in <laughs> a little bit America. South of LA. Yeah. Right. So you live in America yeah. and I live here and we worked together every single day mm -hmm. to put this dance together. So if you guys can imagine, I would wake up in the morning Ryan would have sent me some new version or something and I would then go to the studio and workshop that and, and see what works and then be, there would be like a period of overlap mm -hmm. that we could talk to each other. And yeah. I had to make sure I was up quite early yeah, and doing things early so that I wouldn't miss you. Cause then you would go to bed. Right. But then when I would go to bed, he would wake up <laughs> and he'd have all this new stuff from me to yeah. work on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually worked out really well. Yeah, it did because it meant that the show was pretty much worked on 24-7 mm, <laughs> for five yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, even my my costume actually came over from LA, not mm. with you, but <laughs> by <laughs> Kelly Maglia who designed and made the costume. She actually doesn't, doesn't do it anymore and I convinced uh -oh. her to work on this one uh -huh. for me and she has said yes to show number two. So oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I've already sort of told her what we're thinking and it's – it's really interesting because I think a lot of people don't realize that that collaborative process, they mm -hmm. might think that you just make visuals and then I dance to them. Right. But no. Yeah. I think it's important to have both the visual artist and the choreographer involved from the very start, because I know what's possible to create in the digital realm yeah. and you know what's possible to choreograph and so we need to work together to make sure that we're doing something that's possible for both of us yeah and something that's going to translate well to the screen yeah and this one we were very very specific that the storyline had to be easy to follow mm -hmm. very specific like we stayed very story focused the whole time because um 
bit of a spoiler, this was not a pole competition. So there wasn't that restriction on me to have to fulfill certain criteria for the tricks, which mm-hmm. made it actually quite different in the in the process of putting it all together because I I had to just lose all of that and think about what makes sense in the story right. because I wanted to put splits and things in it, but then I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you basically what the story is about. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Can we, can we spoil it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah, can so, spoil it. <laughs> um, basically Christy is a watchmaker mm-hmm. and um, there's a magical sort of Ruby cog um, that falls into the watch and then she then shrinks down and actually goes into this whole like a Horton Hears Who type world where there's it's a small object but then you go inside and realize that there's an entire city of these people that are creating the watch and making it happen and there's almost like, like this pushing is, the cogs around yeah, and, yeah yeah and so then Christy then goes through and explores this world to retrieve the cog mm-hmm. and then in the end ends up finding it and making the clock work again yeah but i have to get out of there fast because it all starts ticking around and Mm -hmm. and it's all going so and it's really fun because we found opportunities to interact with that world not just be in it but like in one part i actually bump into a little cog man and he's like oh my god and he like Mm -hmm. goes off and he's sort of um i mess him up (laughs) which is which is fun so yeah it was I really like this this dance and visually to watch it it's so much fun because yeah. you know we we go into different levels of the watch or the clock sorry and um and we've got these doors that we come up to and I like push them open and mm-hmm. it's a lot of people wouldn't realize this but when I dance with the projections I actually cannot see anything really right. that's got like yeah. I I can only yeah. see very very small up a clock like imagine watching a tv at your face Mm -hmm. that's what it's like and you're not using any markers on the stage this is all from your memory yes or just are you using any kind of cues no it's all spacing that i've choreographed so i could do the exact same routine without the projections going Mm -hmm. and if you overlaid that with the projections it would look exactly the same as when they are running right because i can't see it Mm -hmm. so yeah that is definitely challenging and makes it hard in terms of choreography because I have to make sure that it's exactly in the right spot. Right. If I step in the wrong place, you know, also the distance between the pole and the screen is about 1.5 meters. Mm-hmm. So what, a yard and a half for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, I also have to make sure that I get close enough that things look more uh, realistic because the closer I am, the better it looks. Right but that I don't run into the screen and fall mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> yeah. For example, we had a trick where Christy's walking up these steps and she's uh, it looks like she's walking up the pole, um, but the trick didn't line up great because of the distance between the pole and the screen behind her. So we Well, just... it did line up great if you were front right, on. Right, if you were front on, but if you were sitting on the side of the theater then the angle changes because yeah. there's so much distance. So These I think for this... two points become a different perspective. Right. So for this next dance, I think we're going to make sure that we only do tricks that are either right up against the screen mm-hmm. or the whole camera's moving like yeah. when you're falling to the lower level. Yeah, and it's really interesting actually because you always think about our projects in terms of the view of the camera because mm-hmm. that's what you're 
creating whereas I am thinking about it as in I'm inside this world like what do I want to see where do I want to go and you'll always say okay so are we panning up like what are we doing here (laughs) yeah to get the idea of what yeah like um I remember early on you wanted to have the cog stuck somewhere in the world and you were like reaching up to get it and you had already choreographed that you like you reaching up for the cog and then you climbing up the pole but I had no idea like where is this cog? Like, yeah. <laughs> is it inside of a contraption or like what is going on in this world? Yeah, so um, I would say I actually sent you the entire choreography before mm-hmm. you started on it because yeah. you were away. You were in Belize. Yes. On a bit of a trip. I was on holiday. <laughs> you were, you were on holiday. Um, and then when Ryan got back, he had about 50,000 videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was great because <laughs> I have it all laid out for me, but also really intimidating because it's like having the blank page syndrome yeah. where you just yeah, don't know, like, don't know where to start. to start. Yeah. And there was one that you must have missed because I had Talana in the background holding like a tub of dry hands Mm. to pretend like this is the cog. And Mm -hmm. I was saying like, in this part, we're going to go slow motion. And she was like running around the room pretending to be this cog. And you didn't get that video. You missed it. And then you, you sent me a message and you were like, so wait, where does the cog go? (laughs) And then I tagged you and you were like, Oh, (laughs) I get it now. Yeah. And actually like one of the first things I do when I start working on the visuals is I create a video with just the soundtrack and then text so, like, whenever there's a cue or something's supposed to happen visually, I just write it on the screen. I say, you know, cogs ticking in the background mm. or reach out for the cog here. Mm. Or, in the, or I'll also, like, put numbers like one, two, three, four, like, to make things match on the beat. Yeah. And then I'll just use that as a reference so that when I'm bringing it into the program that I'm creating the animation in, I can line everything up easier because I know what's happening and I don't have to listen. I can just sort of scrub through. It's like a storyboard but with text instead, and it's timed to the music. That's cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. So when you bring it in to the program, how do you actually, like, if you've got a cog, right, Mm -hmm. how do you make it move? Like, how do you do that? Because... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just on this side of things going, and then I see this <laughs> happening. Yeah, so, I mean, for example, animating the part where it's in slow motion and the cogs, like, sort of flying around yeah. you. Um, that's all hand animated, which means keyframes. So, essentially, you set a keyframe of the position in one spot, and then you move forward in the timeline, say, like, three seconds later, and then you move the cog to the next place it's going to land, and ah. you set another keyframe there. And then what the computer does is it figures out how to get from A to B. So it All moves right. from point A to point B. And then you just keep doing that until you get the whole thing roughed out. That is so cool. And then once you have that laid out, um, there's other things you can do with Bezier curves and Bezier handles. Like if you're a graphic designer, I'm sure you're familiar with the Bezier tool um, in like Photoshop. So you can create uh, curves in your path so that instead of it just being a straight line, like when a ball bounces, it doesn't, if it's moving from left to right, it bounces in an arc. It doesn't just go straight, you know, in a linear movement. So you would create those arcs. uh, Oh, you make the arc how you want it to look. Like you can make it bigger or smaller or longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like <laughs> like in paint, you know how you get a line and you can pull it? Mm-hmm. And you, okay. <laughs> it's like you're like, that is the most basic version yeah. that you could. Right. So there's a game called the Bezier game. If you just go on Google and type in B-E-Z-I-E-R game, 
um, you can actually try it for yourself and learn how to make these beds. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. On Google? Yep, just Google it. It's and not an app? Or no, it's in, in the browser, and it shows you exactly how to draw these paths. Oh, it's the that's same really way that I do. Cool. It. Mm-hmm. So you're saying we can all learn how to do what you do in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it explains the concept really well, so you'll understand it. <laughs> I somehow think there's a little bit more involved. Just a that. little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> all right. So you make this cog, mm-hmm. and how do you get? Like, let's talk about the cog men, like the cog guys yep. in inside the clock. How did you get them to move? Like, I sort of know the answer to this, but I think mm-hmm. everyone would love to know. How do you yeah. get them to move and look and do everything you want them to do? So that is actually motion capture data because they are 3D characters. And so I go to this website and there's all these different pre-recorded motion capture animations. So like there might be one where somebody picks up an object, another one that's like a walk cycle. Mm-hmm. And then you, I can take those and stitch them together to create a string of animations, yes. which ends up being like you bumping into the cog and then it's sort of stumbling around and then walking away. Yeah, I remember you sent me the link to that and you were like, we can use these. Can you choose the ones that would make sense with the choreography right. for the cog guy? So. Yeah, that was really cool, actually, looking at those. And then it gave me um, the idea, which we had actually already spoken about doing, is that for one of our upcoming shows, I would actually go to Melbourne and film a motion capture of myself so that we can get the exact movements that we want. Right. Rather than just someone else walking, I can actually record. Yeah, and what's so great about motion capture is that it's three-dimensional. Like, we're capturing your entire skeleton. It's not 2D. Yeah. So we can apply that to anything in three dimensions. Like, you can then turn into a character of bubbles, and then the bubbles fly away and turn into something else, or you can be made of sand, and there's just so many different effects we can do with that. You're, like, (laughs) rubbing your hands together like a little kid right now. Um, So, yeah, if you guys have seen our other projects... We have used silhouettes twice, and that is like a two-dimensional type of thing. And we, this morning, we actually talked about doing that again in this next show. But should we be thinking, should we do it as a motion capture? Well, I think because this next one's going to be about paint, which is very two-dimensional and flat. (laughs) Spoiler! So, you just oh. gave it away! <laughs> <laughs> doesn't give well, no, it doesn't give away anything. <laughs> but it is about paint. It is about paint. Yeah, so it makes more sense for it to be two-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's going to be much more stylized, whereas this clock dance was more photorealistic in, mm. like, 3D. So yeah. we had to get all those, like, nice reflections in the metal and everything, which is yeah. harder to capture with a, a painterly style. Yes. Yeah, so actually this morning we've been looking at different types of contemporary style art to get um, a bit of an idea of the texture that we want the visuals to have. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a very, very different um, imagery as opposed to the clock dance. The Mm -hmm. clock dance is very gold and brass and a little bit dark because we're like down inside the clock. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this one is going to be really more Colourful. like imagine imaginary yeah like, not based like in... from a child's imagination <laughs> and being inside a clock is not <laughs> imaginative well, oh, yeah. <laughs> true true maybe like more abstract is what i'm going for yeah 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 yeah, yeah i think um it's gonna be really cool i think we're probably gonna have about 
a similar time frame mm-hmm. to do this one as yeah. well. So I think that's why we're both already. Right. Well, we've got practice from doing the first one, so we know we can yes. do it. Yes, yeah, we can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. And as well, you guys know, you know, the last couple of months for me, especially physically, have been very tough to get. Yeah, I have no idea how you do that. <laughs> back in shape. Um, but I feel good. I actually feel, you know, it's always easier to go to another performance after you've already gotten right. to Right, once you're in fit. shape, it's yeah. easier to stay in shape? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. So what I'll do now, because even though I just did a performance yesterday, it still doesn't mean that I can do all of the tricks that I used to do because I trained very specifically for the clock dance. I didn't train a whole lot of other tricks because I didn't have the time. Um, And it was not like I was already fit and I could just choose from all the tricks that I could do. I had to specifically pick the ones that I wanted to be able to perform on the stage. One of them was a shoulder mount walk down or a walk the plank. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, as you guys know, a very, very difficult strong move and i did do it i did well actually i feel like it was good looked awesome yeah good (laughs) um so yeah what i'm gonna have to do with with this paint one is again have the tricks and i've started already making a list but i'll go in and start training those um probably tomorrow (laughs) after you leave (laughs) (laughs) um and get into that and you'll You'll yeah. be. And he's Ryan's got Paul. a priority before he starts on this next one. Actually, You've oh, got I have that... to finish Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah, I got one more episode. So the finale actually aired like two hours b- before my flight here, yeah. which is why I haven't seen it yet. So yeah, yeah. so I'm he's trying to stay internet. off Facebook. Yeah, no internet for me. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So there is one thing that we haven't spoken about, and that is your age. Yep. So I look a lot younger than I am, and I'm, <laughs> I'm 22. That is young. And we, mu- we must have met when you were about 19. Um, yeah, I think it was like three or four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so you found me through the internet. I did. Um, this was actually back when I was in high school. Um, high school, people. My senior year of high school. You look at what his work <laughs> is like, and he is only a few years out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did I tell you, like, part of the reason why I dropped out of college was to work on the the pole version of Cheshire Cat? Uh, no, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it was also because I was starting my career and I had opportunities to work at a little company called Western Digital. Um, they're a hard drive company. Not a little company. Yeah. <laughs> so if you own a computer, what did you say to me? It's likely um, that... Yeah. So they also own SanDisk and G Technology. And what I do is create product animations for them. This is like what pays the bills for me. Yeah. Um, it's it's like very corporate work, but it also... Super exciting. No. Yeah. But it also like has kind of allowed me to get better at Cinema 4D, which is the 3D animation program I use. Yeah. And so it's all sort of tied back into what culminated in this project because Mm. I wouldn't have learned those skills if I didn't get that job. So, Yeah. And I feel it's actually a really nice collaboration that we have. I feel because I have my area, you have your area. We have this little bit of crossover in between, but we pretty much give each other free range of what is happening on the other side of the fence. Like I'll just give you a, this is how I picture that it looks. And for some reason, we're always on the same page. Yeah, and that's what I, what I love about working with you. It's yeah. like, 
you let me do whatever I want because you trust me, mm. and I let you do whatever you want because I don't know anything about choreography. <laughs> That's your game. Um, yeah. We should swap one day and see <laughs> what happens. Oh, disaster. <laughs> <laughs> a 10-second piece. It's a challenge. Yeah. I'll try and animate. And okay. You try and choreograph. That would be fun, actually. That would actually we be really fun. Yeah. Let's do it when you come back over. Okay. That would be a fun <laughs> exercise. Yeah. Because I feel like we could we could benefit from that because we would like get inside each other's head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see you on the pole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess there's that too. <laughs> uh, no one will object, I'm sure. So, yeah. So you you dropped out of college, which is university for everyone over right. here. Right. Yes, university. So not a big, not a small thing at all Uh, to do yeah and my parents were very supportive of me the only thing was like my dad was like okay now you're paying for your car insurance and your gas money (laughs) um (laughs) but no i think they definitely understood that i had something going for me and that i was going to turn it into something and yeah i don't regret it at all um i feel like college or university is almost not as important as a lot of people think it is nowadays especially if you're in the arts Um, It's not about your degree. Once you go to work, nobody's going to ask you like where you went to school or anything like that. All it is is your portfolio. They just want to see what you've done. And the internet has been a big part of that for me because I learned so much from watching YouTube tutorials over the years. Uh, Um, Pretty much just like growing up uh, watching YouTubers that I admired and wanting to be like them. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because... I mean, we all know you can pretty much find tutorials for everything. I never even thought that that's free. where... Yeah, and it's free. Yeah. It's interesting that... When did we meet? Uh, 2016. Yeah. It was the start of 2016. Mm-hmm. And I had been wanting to do this type of project for a few years. Mm-hmm. Like since I did pole art, which... Since before I did pole art, which was in 2013. So from about 2012... I was actually already looking for you (laughs) online. Um, I don't know what year you would have been in. You probably hadn't even touched the computer yet. (laughs) No, I was I was doing stuff on the computer. Yeah, just not that yet. No, I was actually I was making short films in 2012. Yeah, and then my senior year, I transitioned to doing the dance because my junior year, I won the film festival. So I wanted to do something different. Yeah. Well. I, yeah, I was looking and there were really not many people around the world that did it. And then, so I started looking to try to be able to do it myself. And I bought um, a Windows Connect, which is like, it picks up your movements. So I thought that I could try to do that. Um, I actually have the original videos. I got some videos off of Shutterstock that I thought that I could interact with and tried to link them all together. Mm-hmm. So there was that because I thought, oh, well, they're already animated. So I got like a dove that landed and I tried to have it land like on me. And uh, yeah. so, I, so I was already like in that frame of mind and it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I even actually did projection mapping, which I set up a whole heap of boxes and things and I, I mapped it. Um, so you, you sort of use the tool to you put the projector on the boxes and then you outline where the boxes are and then you can fill those boxes in with different imagery right so what i did was 
in one box I would have a ball like drop into it so then I could choreograph myself like throwing nothing down and a ball would be landing in it Mm -hmm. so this is way back then and you would just be like this Christy (laughs) this is terrible um but I was already thinking about that and for the pole art show in Finland that I performed that you guys might have seen I ended up doing um canvas rolled out on the floor and I spread paint around with my feet and I did like a whole pole show with paint on my feet which was a terrible idea. I didn't see that. Oh you haven't seen no, it? I haven't. Yeah, okay. Um I I write the word love backwards on the floor in paint and it's That's all so choreographed cool. into a dance. Yeah, so I've never made it easy for myself. <laughs> um but that show, I actually wanted to do this type of thing. I was like, I want to have a really small uh, screen, like maybe the size of a pull-up banner or something, and then just have a character on it that I could interact with in between doing pole stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where that started. And then, it, yeah, it was so hard. And then so I didn't do it for that. I ended up with the paint one, which is funny that we come back <laughs> now full circle to yeah. paint. Um but yeah, I I then kept looking and then I found your Cheshire Cat one that you did in high school, um, just with the dancer there. And I thought that there were parts of it that were amazing. And I thought that there were parts that I was like, mm, I reckon like I have a better be idea better. for uh-huh. that. And then I thought about how are we going to do this with pole? Because obviously front projection in that video, your original one, there was like all these shadows and everything. So then we, well, I worked out on this side of the ocean that we needed rear projection. So then we wouldn't have the shadows of the poles and me. So then that, it all started to work. Mm -hmm. And, and you originally, you were like, oh, I'm pretty busy. I don't think I can do it. For the Cheshire cat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You actually said that you, you didn't think that you would be able to. And I was like, that's okay. You've already got um, like a, a, a piece that you've start, that you've done that mm. I think that we could adapt and make it a bit different. And so it wouldn't be as much time as yeah. you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to persuade you because I just knew that you were the exact person that I'd been looking for for like four years. Mm-hmm. So that's well, how I found out. you. I'm glad yeah. I did it. <laughs> I'm glad you persuaded me. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how young you were. Back then, you were... Well, you were still in high school. Um, I think I had graduated Oh, you had just finished. Point. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I, I dropped out of university when we were working on the abduction. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So that was, like, for you, maybe the first time that you were experimenting with... Because in that dance, we have a plug pulled out and I like get sucked into the plug hole. Mm -hmm. And you actually, a lot of people think like, oh yeah, you just like get that imagery, but you literally had a fish tank. Oh yeah. So this was before (laughs) I knew how to do anything in 3D. Like I was just a 2D After Effects guy, which is the compositing program I use. So I was filming things on a green screen that now looking back, I'm like, it would be so easy to just make in 3D <laughs> and it would look so much better. But no, for the plug, I actually got a plug yeah. and a chain yeah. and a green screen and a water tank. Yeah. And then I just filmed myself like holding the plug and, and pulling, pulling it. it. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. <laughs> we need to get these videos. Do you still have that? Yeah, I, I'm sure I still have it. We need screen. to make like a whole behind the scenes of what we do. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would love to see the clock dance one, especially because mm. that. It definitely has a different feel. I don't know whether it's a 3D or whatever, but it just, yeah. it feels like you're watching a movie. Right. Yeah. I think it's definitely because of the 3D mm. because 
with the abduction, I was combining all these different techniques because I didn't know. Like another thing was in the abduction, you threw up a bunch of stars at one point and they turned into the sky. Yeah. Um, So I had no idea how to do that effect. (laughs) And I'm like, just do this. (laughs) And I was just like nodding my head like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. But like, really, I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. So I went to a concert one night. Uh, electric light orchestra with my parents and at the end there was a fireworks show so I took out my phone and I went to the slow motion mode and I filmed the fireworks oh my god because it would like start out as one firework and then break off into like 25 fireworks I never knew so I filmed that in slow motion and then used that in the video oh my god yeah and that was my solution. Now, now, if I were to do it, I would be all on the computer because I'm like, oh, you use particular for that, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. So do you feel like abduction was really um, like you were experimenting with a whole lot of new yes. things? It was you- new territory for me. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm able to control it a lot better and like make it look more consistent because I can do so much of it in the 3D now. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't have to get a bunch of cogs and like film it on a green screen. Like yeah. I make it all in 3D and then I can change the lighting to whatever I need it to be and animate yes. it so it all looks like it's in the same world. So how does everyone find your work if they want to yeah. stalk you? Um, so <laughs> my Instagram is digital underscore melon underscore, which is a name I came up with a really long time ago, and it just kind of stuck. Um, <laughs> digital melon. Yeah, digital everybody. melon. That's also my YouTube channel. Or uh, you can go to my website, ryantalbot.com. That's pretty easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, that is easy to remember. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Ryan can create all different kinds of things like you might have a business or know someone who might like to like you said you you create product animation yeah i don't just do projection dance um i do animation for commercials and tv and things like that as well yeah for a while i was working on nickelodeon shows doing compositing uh painting out things that weren't supposed to be in the background um how do you do that like uh, what were you painting out so boom mics crew members, cables, things like that. How do you paint One time I had to paint out an actor who walked in front of another actor. Oh my god. Yeah. How did you How uh, did you do that? Well, it was difficult. Um it's a lot of like frame by frame like actually taking bits. So like what I ended up doing was taking frames before he walks in front of the character yeah. and frames after and sort of using that to patch up what happens in the middle. Like, oh. when, when the actor is yeah. being covered up by the person in front of them, yeah. I use frames from before and after to sort of patch in what should be there. Yeah. And then there's all there's also other tools um, that are all really good at removing things. Like, you can sort of mask around the object and, like, tell it what your background is, and it will figure out in a semi-automated way, like, how to remove it. And then from there, it's just, like touching up on it to make it perfect because it won't be perfect out yeah. of the box it's amazing how skilled you are already at such a early point in your career thank you <laughs> like it, it, you just blow my mind and ryan and i were actually speaking earlier about um the lack of 
credit that um, animators in particular get, not just, um, you know, with live shows and that sort of yeah. thing, but with the Nickelodeon stuff you were saying. Yeah, and- so it's uh, it's kind of like a standard industry practice almost to, like, not credit uh, visual effects artists sometimes. Mm. Um, so, like, when I was working on the Nickelodeon shows, uh, I was working with a whole team of VFX artists. It wasn't just me. Um, and the company we were working for doesn't even, like, get in the credits of the show. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's just things like that. I have another friend who's worked on 50 different movies um, as a VFX artist, and he's been credited in about 13 of them. So it's crazy. uh, Yeah, that's just kind of how it is right now. So I I would like to do... Change that. Yeah, I would like to sort of like fight for the representation and like show people like what the nerds are doing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of you as a nerd. Pull back the curtain a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Because it is so fascinating. Yeah, I think and it's just a big mystery to people. It like, is. People don't know, like, what really goes into it. And so I think that's why people just don't think about it, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, with our shows, it's very clear, I think, when people watch them that there there is 50% happening you know, with what I'm doing and the other 50% of the show is made up of what you have done. Right. You know, the only thing is that, you don't have to perform on the stage yeah. again. <laughs> and that's what I love about what I do is it's all done beforehand. So I don't You can't have, you mess know, it I up. I can't mess it up. <laughs> In my rehearsal yesterday I actually fell uh on my butt when I did like a ninja jump off the pole. I couldn't really see the floor. It was like it was like the stage floor was reflective, so it was very hard to gauge the depth of it. Mm-hmm. And and being black as well, like it was I just I was higher than I usually am because in the studio, the pole was a bit shorter. So I was trying to get higher on that stage. And, um, yeah, I did the jump off and I fell back onto my butt, (laughs) but in the actual show, I did not, I landed on my feet and I was like, Oh, I did it. (laughs) So happy. I didn't fall on my ass. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it. We, like I said, we got a very good result Mm -hmm. and we're, very pleased and excited to be working on our next yeah. project. So, yeah, thank you for chatting because I think it, like you say, pull back the curtain and hear a little bit about what goes into your work and hopefully now um, our Fizzy fam can go yeah. and stalk you. And So digital underscore melon underscore yeah. Yeah. and uh, Ryan dot com T-A-L-B-O-T. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right. Well... You're flying back tomorrow. Yes, I am. So another 14-hour <laughs> flight for you. Yeah. And he's been here for four days. Yeah, it's been a short trip. So just got over the jet lag and going back now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I woke up at like 4 a.m. this morning. I because... saw that when I messaged you in the morning. You were active like a few hours ago. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was waking up like intermittently throughout the night just because my body's like, "What? it's the middle of the day. Why are you sleeping? <laughs> so I haven't quite adjusted yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think just like the energy, like the adrenaline from being here and the show we just did has yeah. like kept me going. So. Yes. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks again. And we will see you guys next week. All right. Thank you for having me on. See ya. Let's get fit.